Welcome to Pop Culture Elevator, where we can only go up until it's time to go down. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to take you down the pop culture rabbit hole. Definitely an adventure. We will look at newer films as well as some older. We will take big blockbusters to the chopping block. And make you aware of the smaller indies and my favorite, B, C, and D films. Not just that, but we'll talk about the news, the what's going ons, and whatever in pop culture today. Now Now let's let's get get this show on the road. And if you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Gmail at popcultureelevator.com. That's right. And you can also find us at our Instagram, Pop Culture Elevator, as well as our Twitter, PCE Podcast. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. Before we get into the review, we'd like to tell you there will be spoilers. You've been warned. Right. So if you want to go watch the movie and come back to us, that would be great. Welcome back, passengers. We have started the October horror movies theme of slashers. Yes, it's Halloween season, so what are we going to do? We're going to watch scary movies and talk about them. Right, and, and it's one of my favorites, and I'm sure Mark's as well, is uh, slasher films. And, well, we're running, I just want to mention this real quick, we're running a contest on both, it's on the Facebook page, it's on the Twitter page, it's on the Instagram. You can go out and find it. You're going to have to guess the rest of the movies we're doing after this, and if you can guess all of them, you're going to get a prize pack personally made by me in the print shop that I uh, work with or at. And uh, it's, you know, it's stickers and, and maybe, maybe we'll throw in some goodies in there. That'll be really cool, man. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, all the treats you've been turning out over there. And uh, I really love the t-shirt. I am just going nuts. I want one for myself and I can't wait. And I know I'm not going to get one until after you guys. So come on, guys, send in your submission so I can get my own t-shirt. <laughs> right, that's exactly it. I'm, I'm not taking any of my own swag. It's going straight to the person who wins the contest and they will be the absolute first to have some pop culture elevator swag and it looks awesome it really does it it's, really uh is an homage to our youth and uh, the beginning of our friendship you know yeah and oh Pretty and cool. they'll also get a uh, pop culture elevator membership card that's right <laughs> uh, i know i don't know what that does maybe one day it'll do something but <laughs> uh you know what it makes you uh, an official movie buff yeah that's what it is <laughs> you're one of the elite <laughs> Exactly. You just hold that card for life, and you're an official movie buff at all right. times. Well, you know, you just put it inside your Velcro wallet. and Exactly. Uh, kind of got my sound going on over here. I don't know why. Okay. So, anyway, it's cool. Please do the contest. So, let's with without further ado, let's tell you what our first uh, movie of October is. And the first answer of the contest is... Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. So Mark and I have never seen this movie. No. It's one of those ones, he didn't hear of it before. I wasn't it's one, born yet. It's one of those ones where I uh, had heard about it for a long time, and, and there are people who love horror movies that say this is like one of the ones you should watch, and uh, I think it's going to leave people kind of divisive. Um, divisive? It, de, uh, divided? Divided. divided. Yeah. It's... It's a strange one, and it's it's it a fun strange. it's a fun one though, honestly. So I I didn't this time around. I usually do really good research on um, actors and all this stuff, but I started researching this, and I started being like, 
I don't know who any of these people are. There's I've, only one big name in here, and it's not even the big name that we know. It's his father, and that's James Earl Jones's father, uh, Robert Earl Jones, I believe. Right, and and I didn't even – I thought about it. I was like, is this guy related to James Earl Jones? And it wasn't oh, until, you hear his voice. As soon as you, you hear his voice. texted me, I was like, okay, yeah, that – that sounds about right. He's the, he's, he's gotta be the father, but yeah. And yeah, he's not a big character. He's actually just a very small character you see for probably about five minutes in the film. Exactly. He's kind of a helper around the camp. He's working in the kitchen, just like a Jack of all trades kind of guy. He watches over the kids a little. Well, and even like going in, I was like, okay, this director had to do other stuff. This is like sleepaway camps, like a cult classic, but uh, Robert Hiltzik, was the director and the only other thing under his name that I even recognized was Return to Sleepaway Camp in 2008. He did the the like reboot sequel thing. So That's cheating though. The name is in it already. <laughs> we never heard of it before. Right. Well, and so, you know, and I think the only reason I started hearing about Sleepaway Camp was the fact that this, I think this Return to Sleepaway Camp came out in 2008 and people were like, oh, here is a cult classic sequel. And I was like, oh, cool. I didn't see it and I didn't see the original, but I've always kind of wanted to. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, we're in slashers and I was trying to think of slasher films that we could do. And I think uh, I was trying to find a replacement for one that we talked about because it was more anthology than it was slasher. And so we right. wanted to kind of keep in the theme. So, um, you know, one of my buddies was like, well, did you do this one? And I was like, well, I've never seen it. So let's, let's do it. So yeah. it's, the, it's the only one unfamiliar that's not true. Unfamiliar to me, there's another one in our movies, and we'll talk about that when we get there. But uh, most of the movies we've, we're watching are, are f- at least a little familiar. Maybe I haven't seen them in years, but this one we've never seen. And so I was like, okay, Mark, uh, let's watch this and let's see. And so there's actually a 1988 Sleepaway Camp 2, and this, the return to Sleepaway Camp is part three. No, return is part four. Oh, four. Yeah, there's, wow. there's Sleepaway Camp 3, and then there was actually, there was a part four that they oh started. Oh, my gosh. They started filming it, and it uh, it, it went under. They The company that was producing it uh, went under, and so they just threw away everything. Basically, someone went back and took all the footage that they filmed. So they had like a half hour of footage, and someone went back and put memory like remembering things it's about one of the people who was at the camp during camps during the time and is remembering all the stuff that happened Uh and so it's and maybe the person who's remembering all this is actually angela and she doesn't know it uh so so i'm looking at sleepaway camp too and i love the cover it's the girl with a uh, hockey mask, look, uh, looks like it's alluding to Jason there, and also uh, Freddy Krueger's hand uh, knife glove. Yeah, I so- love the cover, but now now I'm interested in sequels, but that's only because of a cover, <laughs> and I don't want to judge a movie by its cover. Right, I you know I'm definitely gonna go watch uh, the sequels at some point. I don't know if I'm gonna go right now. Yeah, but um, let's talk about the movie. Let's a talk bit. about so, it. So this movie is about this. Okay. It starts off with this ridiculous boating accident. I knew something was going to happen the minute the girl was like, oh, let me drive the boat. Let me drive it's, the boat. It's, well, it's three kids driving a boat. There was something bound to happen regardless. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the lifeguard guy who is in the boat. So you have the girl in the back yeah. and she's uh, water skiing. By the way, 
does not want to be water staying anymore. Yeah. Says, yeah. please stop. And they don't listen to her at all. At they just keep talking. At that point, I would have just let go. Exactly. I would have let go and I would have like held up my ski and been like, I'm back here. Yeah. I got like, tired. So, and then you've got this father and his two kids, a boy and a girl. Yeah. Um, in the on their own boat and they push the father off as a joke and they're all in the water now because the boat flips it's a small little uh dinghy i guess as you'd call it yeah quit playing with your dinghy yeah uh a scooter (laughs) scooter is a sailboat (laughs) uh so they so now you've got mixture of disaster the lifeguard kid who's driving the boat lets the girlfriend or the girl that he's with drive the boat and she's not looking. They're talking to each other, which this guy is already freaking out about letting her drive the boat. Why would he not be looking forward to make sure she's not doing right. anything dumb? Yeah. Then the girl who's skiing in the back, who's been skiing for like what has to be five minutes straight or more. Yeah. I was like, which people... if, maybe if you're a pro, that's okay. Yeah. But this is a little kid. It's she's like, like the 14, teens. maybe. Yeah. Well, she's screaming at the top of her lungs that they're going to hit these people in front of him. Yeah, she's trying to be like, hey, I see it. Like, look forward. Yeah, Stop and they're not looking turn. forward. And, of course, yeah. they look at right before they can do it, and he tries to turn. They end up going, like, right over the dad. Oh, yeah. And like, the boat, he's done. And you see everyone's in horror. There's another dude who's watching this happen who's like, right now we think he's only a friend of the dad who just got mauled by the boat. And then you see a child floating away and then you see a the dad floating upside down and then a uh a life preserver pop uh-huh. up that one of the kids had on so so suggesting one died one or died. was horrifically mangled and they don't really give you a clear look at who the which child lived or who these people really are yeah like, or nothing yeah it's it's really hard to keep context of that was which characters are which in the beginning so and somewhat later confusing yes and i talked to another friend who watched it because i had told him that we were watching this and he was like well i better watch it because i want to listen to the podcast yeah and so he watched it and we were both talking about it and i was like what is happening like, yeah. what, what just happened? I'm so confused. And it, it, seriously, passengers, by the time this movie ends, you get it. You get the full picture. Yeah. But you're confused for a good chunk of the movie Yeah, uh, about what happened in the beginning. And I tried to give it a rewatch, uh, like, just to get some of the beginning scenes a little bit more of a chance because my impression was not super great of this movie. But... Um, so just to give it like the benefit of the doubt and just like maybe I missed a thing or two. Um, it, it helped a little bit like in retrospect to watch it again, but it wasn't, it wasn't that it's much of a difference. Just a really confusing scene. So anyway, exactly. We go eight years in the future and Oh, and the fact that I guess this all happened on the other side of the camp. Like you can yeah. see the camp on the other side and then it happened on the yeah the kids are like watching them water ski and they're like hey we want to learn to do that yeah like, maybe you could send us to that camp over there and they'll teach us right and uh they they capsize the schooner and um they yeah. get run over by awesome water sport yeah so eight years later uh you see this girl angela and her cousin who is talked about in the beginning scene they're like oh the cousin's yeah. not going to make it out he's at camp <laughs> yeah so the cousin's been going to the camp for a little while um, 
so they they're like eight years later you see this girl angela she's kind of a little weird because she doesn't talk and you got the cousin and i guess they're living together so you you assume now that yeah. angela was the girl who lived yeah and okay. immediately i don't know for me i cut this is where i called it because the way they depict angela from the get-go it's like well it's either her or excuse me it's not till a later scene it's actually in the kitchen okay uh that that uh, that you kind of like well I'm sorry. No, it was here. They show her. She's stoic, and it's just like, well, it's either her or the cousin. Actually, in the kitchen is where you start thinking maybe it's the cousin. Did I want to ask you a question? Did Angela remind you of anyone that we went to school with? Absolutely. Okay, just checking, just checking, because the whole time I was like, ah, <laughs> uh, trying to make a letter for you. I think it's reversed. Yep, in your that, yeah, like, no, okay, no, yeah, no, no. I know. We both, we both know. We're both on the same page. <laughs> We're both on the same page. Yeah. I was like, I know that person. Wow, I know them. Yeah. Ooh, we're bad. We're bad. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so <laughs> Angela is this weird little, she doesn't talk. She looks weird. Her eyes are always bulging out of, when someone's talking to her, her eyes are always bulging out of her head, as in like just staring. She just like, uh, like, yeah, don't, don't hey, back up. Like she's always kind uh, of at, uh, stranger danger. Yeah, all the time. Um, they they go to camp, and the cousin is he's a pretty good cousin. He looks after his his, yeah. his female cousin. He's I liked him. He's a good kid. He's a good kid throughout the whole film. He's not the he's only tough. time. The only time I was like, dude, you're being a little punk is whenever he was uh, was uh, talking to the girl that he used to make out with the camp before. Oh yeah. It's like, dude, what do you, what do you, what do you got? You got dibs on this girl and no one else. Yeah. No, she got, she's got boobies now. That's that's how it works. I'm sorry. Yeah, dibs. Finders keepers. Oh, it cracked keepers. me up. All these kids are like 14 years old, and then yeah. you've got this girl playing a 14 year old who looks like she's 20. Yes. So immediately, like in my notes, dude, I'm like, oh, gonna see her boobies. Like oh, that's what I. True. That's what I thought. I was like, okay, they That's passed That's typically a thing that happened in the 80s, right? An right, expose, right. a gratuitous well, expose. When I told, here, look, guys, when I told Mark about this movie, I said, it's going to be an 80s horror titty movie. Like, <laughs> what you did it, say that. I totally be. forgot. Because it was because totally set up like that, isn't yeah. it? It's like every time it looks like they're about to, they don't. Yeah. Uh, Which, so, I guess that's might be like the one thing in this movie that might have aged well. Like, yeah, I, I feel like if for the youth of today watched it today, there would be an upheaval. Well, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that towards the ending. Well, uh, I think the the worst part of the movie, as far as like didn't go well. So, well, I guess it's still they still do it today, but the kids cursed like no other. Oh yeah, I'm I was sure. like, holy crap! At fourteen, I wasn't saying those words. No, oh, dude, oh. yeah, well, yeah, we were. Well, it's mostly because I was rubbing off on you because I had a <laughs> mouth like Joe Pesci in Casino because I used to watch that movie all the time. So I was dropping f bombs really early, yeah, and way too much at a young age. So I pulled up my notes here kind of you know how i do my notes they're like i'm just going through the movie and i'm writing down my thoughts here's what grossed me out the most that dude Artie, 
who was the head chef sexualizing yes. little girls. And oh man, so immediately. Creepy. Yes. And the, the way he uh, targets Angela and her cousin immediately, oh. like they get, they show up to camp and immediately some dude tries to bring them into, I feel like it's a storage room or like it, a walk-in fridge, but walk-in not a freezer. It was a walk-in fridge kind yeah. of storage room. It was like the, like the thing that they walk into and have all the food at, like in the shining, there's all that food yeah. kind of like that. And he's just like, well, she wouldn't eat. She hasn't eat. Oh, by the way, it's yeah. suddenly three days later. Um, yeah. Because they say it. But I guess I realized that the camp goes all summer long. So the parents are like, bye, kids. We'll Doodles. see you in three months. Going to Europe. Going to go fun. drink now all yeah. summer. You have some spritzers. Um, but so it's three days later. She has, they say, she, Angela hasn't eaten in three days. And the, the camp counselor yeah. is such a butthole, that girl. Yes, who Meg. Is overheard? Oh, she sucks the whole time, and she's so rude to everyone. And so, yeah, except for her and the uh, the fourteen year old who is played by a twenty year old. <laughs> oh, are you talking about Judy, the uh, the one that looks like them, Angelo? I felt like they looked very similar. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about the one who was going to get it on with the old dude who owned the camp, Mel. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting that scene. Which character? Ugh. The camp counselor who who was over Angela's people. There was the two oh, counselors. Okay. She comes in and she's like, "If you have any problems, you're going to talk to her." Don't oh, talk to me. right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I think we're on the same page on who we're yeah. talking about. She sucks. Yeah. And so, okay. So she's like Mel, and and then the, the really cool dude. I like the buff dude. He was my favorite. The buff dude yeah. in, the, in the short shorts. Speaking, yeah, I was going to say. Speaking of the wardrobe in this movie, <laughs> there's so many short shorts. This is full on '80s attire. Well, I mean, wasn't this uh, everyone 19... is in ridiculous shape for no reason? Oh, they're all including the kids. Yeah, like every. It's like a workout video. It's early '80s, so they're wearing the they're wearing everything they can. That's like short shorts, tightest shirts ever. I it, I kind of like it. I mean, I like to, because, yeah, it makes me think that it's like Camp Hope from yeah. Heavyweights in yeah. the eighties. It's <laughs> great. So what she she's like? Oh, he's not. She's not eating. She hasn't eaten in three days. She needs to right. eat something. So so the the buff dude is like, hey, I'll I'll take her. Mel, yeah. don't worry about this. Great guy, him. nice guy. Well, I love him. He's the best character. So Artie he goes to Artie. He's like, Artie, get this girl some food. He's like, oh yeah, I'll give her something to eat. He You're does like, like immediately uh, just goes to that creep state, and you would think the counselor would be like, maybe what? she doesn't want no, that. I'll and, take her. I'll take yeah. her to go get food. You, right. you do your cook stuff. But, I'll take but, her to the back. Yeah, so, this is a different time. I guess people yeah. were less conscious. Well, and even like the uh, uh, James Earl Jones' dad, Robert Earl Jones, yeah. is like, you you messed up. You're, yeah, you messed up. You, and so, um, yeah, big time. But he takes her to the back. And he starts unbuttoning his pants and like pulling his pants down. Yeah, well, it looks like he's more like doing his belt and he has like the most trouble with his button and zipper yeah. than anyone's ever had. Thank goodness. Because um, the cousin runs in looking for right. his cousin and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And, and they get out of the situation. Yeah. And then not like, uh, essentially like, and when he had his knife out, right at the, at the cook, I could have sworn he brought out Did his knife and was like, knife? back up. I could swear. Uh, possible. But, oh, my oh, god! No, or like he pulled one off of the shelf or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so 
then of course, uh, you know, it's like, oh, this is stupid. They get away, and then yeah. Artie's Artie's making a big pot of something corn. He's got water boiling in the yeah. most ridiculous person-sized pot it's you've like ever seen. It's like a four-foot-tall pan pot. I think it's more than four feet, but it's huge. Yeah. And I thought the whole time, oh, he's going to be pushed inside the pot. That's what I thought. I was uh, like, that's going to be ridiculous, but let's watch this happen. But instead, well, kind of. <laughs> he yeah. gets pushed off of like a ladder. Yeah, and he, he well, he's on a chair and he's to look into this pot to check if the corn or whatever is boiling. And he's like, and all of a sudden he feels like a jolt. And yeah. he's like, what? Hey, you little, you know, jerk or whatever. And yeah. uh, he's like, what are you doing? And uh, the, he, you know, you see some hands, but a faceless character pushing the chair a little more. And he's like, hey, you know, hey, if you, if you stop, I'll uh, make you an ice cream, you know, yeah. and uh and I, I forget, he kind of addresses her like, uh, or the killer as, you little freak or something like that. And uh, what are you doing here? He tries to like play nice with her because she's really trying to push him yeah. in. And then fi- a final push and the guy, he's just trying to get his balance. So he's grabbing the edge of the pot, burning himself, and he pulls the pot down with him and it just completely burns his body. It's the only death in the movie that I felt deserved. <laughs> Yeah, it was totally warranted, and uh, but he gets the worst death also. Well, I guess maybe he's really tied s- for worst death. They don't really say if he dies, but he oh, he's man. burnt so badly that yeah. he's basically Freddy Krueger now. Yeah, he's he, his life is over. Regardless, yeah. like he's well, excuse me, his is life it? is going to be different from here on out. I love Mel comes in talking to the doctor, and they're basically like, he's probably experiencing the worst pain he's ever had in his life." Yes, he's even morphine's not going to get that pain away. Oh, even yeah. blah blah blah. All the all the nerve endings are fried, and you're just like, which is a, a little true. At first, yeah. the morphine isn't exactly. But the it just most cracked helpful. me up. It just cracked me up. They were just like, whatever. And then what? We move on to like a baseball game or something like that. Yeah, yelling at each other and like we're gonna get you back and then it becomes like a oh we're gonna it's the older kids versus the younger kids and that that part cracked me up because they were calling each other some rancid names oh yeah favorite was eat mm, and die yeah he goes eat mm, and live eat it and live i want to say because if you eat it and you live that's way worse that's way worse (laughs) fate worse than death That cracked me up. That was so funny to me. I was like, how come I've never said that in my life? I know. Or even heard it. Because it's from 1983. But how have we not? We've heard make like a tree and get out of here and or leave. Or yeah, how have we yeah. not heard that one? Right, right. Yeah. Oh, and then so other things I wrote. I was like, is the camp owner having sex with the counselors? Oh, like, I, this- again, I feel like since it's an 80s slasher flick, I feel like it's understood that that's what's happening he's just so gross he's such like there's the guy the older people in this movie are just like the biggest perverts i've ever seen in my life oh i I know this at one point in the movie that girl's like so mel what are you doing i got the night off and he's like you want to come over for dinner she's like yeah he's like how about nine o'clock ain't no one having dinner at nine o'clock yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) ain't no one coming uh... No. 1983 version of Netflix and chill. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Dinner at nine o'clock. <laughs> There's a, oh, the, the poor, this poor kid. Okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm going, I'm going ahead of myself. 
I wrote, did we suck this much in high school? Those kids sucked. I think we sucked that much in middle school, not in high school. Those kids sucked so much. They did. Uh, I hated them the whole time. I was like, I hate these kids. I hate them more than I hated the kids in the babysitter Killer Queen. (laughs) I hated them more than the Killer Queen kids. That's sad. I kind of liked them a little more, but Uh, I can see your comparison. I see it. Um, What else did I write here? Oh, the kid who takes the girl in the in the boat, they're like, come on, let's go. Oh, yeah, they were like, let's go skinny dipping. And none yes. of the girls wanted to go. What do we want to go to? Or what, five girls and 15 guys skinny dipping? There were gentlemen about it, though. Yeah, they, they went were, first. The men went nice. first. <laughs> there was more, there were more male. There was more male nudity in this movie. Than no, anything. There was only male no, nudity. There was only male nudity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that one guy who is really annoying that took the girl out on the boat and they're having this really nice like trip on the boat. You're like, this dude's like 16 years old. He could totally get it on with this girl. Yeah. Well, he's got, he's got a canoe and he's then got everything he needs. And then he's like, <laughs> if you fall in this water, there might be snakes. Yeah. And, and, and well, and cause like, she wants to leave. Right. So yeah. he's trying to keep her in the boat by telling her that and she's like screw this and it's because he's rocking the boat and trying to scare her and freak her out that he's gonna flip her out of the boat and he then she's like i'm gonna get out if you don't or something and, and she, uh she jumps out well they flip the boat flips she goes and she's, oh, that's right she swims away he goes underneath the boat to like yeah. do like like what we used to do when we thought we were in a submarine underwater yeah but he's calling for the girl he thinks like she's gonna come yeah, well, that for one, she can hear him. She's swimming. You know, her head is basically underwater. And I, I, she's, she's trying to get away. And it's like, why are you calling anyone right now? Because she's gone. She left you. <laughs> yeah. so, and then somebody returns. Right. But it and is then, not his date. So, so the best part about this was that I wrote, after he, they find him washed up on the shore later, I wrote, uh, well, the kid did say there were water snakes. That snake was coming out of his like snake eye. coming out through his face. Yeah, it was an uh, epic uh, review, by the way. I thought that was a pretty cool kill or review. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was fine. He he sucked. Yeah, he sucked. Then Mel sucks because Mel's like, we're not closing down the park. These are all accidents, right? This is an yeah. accident, right? This is a drowning, right? This isn't yeah. like. Host, you know, it's hostage. an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you say something else? Oh my gosh, he sucked. Um, he just wants anything for his part to stay open. He's had so many things go wrong. Okay, Angela walking and getting hit by the water balloon and acting like she just got hit by a rock. Yeah, that was kind of hilarious. And then they say, "Watch it, you can put someone's eye out with that." I'm like, I wrote that water balloon. <laughs> I go, apparently water balloons can take your eye out <laughs> right i mean that's that's a real accurate hit if that oh, happens that cracked like, me up so it has much. to explode on your face in such a way that that you know that that rubber band effect has to poke out your eye yeah not gonna happen <laughs> uh, then we see this okay so she meets the cousin's friend and yeah. they date. Like, they go on a date, and they kiss. And then they're, like, they kind of get, like, hot and heavy for a second. And he goes for, like, opening up her shirt. And then she has a flashback to this really it, weird scene. Yes. Extremely weird scene of her sitting on a bed with her brother. And, well, I first, believe. 
then they see the dad and the guy we saw in the beginning. Yes. They're touching each other in bed and making out. So now we know yes. that the dad was with this dude. Uh huh. So okay. So that thank you because at first I was like, who the heck is that guy? It's so it's the guy from the it's side the of guy, the lake. Yeah, from the guy from the side of the lake. So okay. his lover was killed in that. Got you. And, and then the two kids are like spinning around each other on a bed. Yeah, uh, they're just like playing in bed, kind of. Well, and it almost seems like it's kind of like sexual, maybe. So it it is, and I don't know. If we should talk about it because I finally like going back. I was like, oh, I get it. Okay. Now so that we'll, we know who the killer is. We'll circle back. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see. And then, what else? Oh, Mel going crazy on the cousin because he thinks he's the killer. Yes. He's like, oh. you, you killed her. He <sighs> pummels that kid. So he, like, basically grabs him, like, by his belt and his shirt collar, slams him on the ground, and, like, from that same hand pacing, just keeps slamming his hands right. down on the kid. Oh my God. And he's beating the crap out of this kid because he believes he's been offing these participants of the, in the camp. Right. And Mel's, Mel's also pissed off because the girl he was just about to get with got killed through the shower the wall. wall. Yeah. What? Give me that knife. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's at least got to be one beam there, but he was cutting through like a plastic shower liner, but still like the the wall, the plastic liner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But like, but yeah, why was she leaning up against the wall like that? And like, as soon as you get poked, you just walk away. I'm going to like jump off that wall. That dude carved like a two foot line down her spine. Yeah, that 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 sucked. Yeah, that sucked. She kind of maybe deserved like just being stabbed but not dying. <laughs> as far as her character within yeah. the movie. <laughs> like, oh, and then that scene, I was like, that happened because it was about to be the only stitch of female nudity in the movie, and they were like, no, that's it. I, I stopped and I said. Oh, it's like that's going to be boobies. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. The kid just opens up the shower a little bit and puts the knife in to wash it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. Well, you got my knife dirty. Oops. And then, and then the second time I thought, oh, they're going to show her now was when Mel found her in the bathroom and it almost looked like he was going to be like, oh, I'm going to turn her over for a second. Like, it almost seemed like that. I was like, this is, <laughs> I did that's a little weird. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, that would be weird. Uh, the kid being killed by the bees. That was actually a really cool kill. I thought that was uh, very creative. And it was like, uh, I don't know, kind of a shout out. I mean, it's, I think it might predate it, but uh, to Candyman. You know, like, I, the death by bees is kind of a, a unique kill. Right. So I was like, hey, they pulled that off pretty well. No, it's not, it wasn't bad. Uh, I would have dropped down to the floor and crawled out from under the thing. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're getting stung by 100 bees or even 50, I guess you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're freaking out. But, well, yeah, me too. I would think I would drop on the floor and crawl under the stall door. Excuse me for saying this, but I guess there were boo bees <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> Some Halloween bees. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, there was that. Uh, oh, they killed the girl, the stupid 20-year-old playing the 14-year-old girl. Yes, but that's because she was so mean. Where did she that hair curler go? her, right? Exactly. 
I know that happened. Okay. I don't care. And then she's like, the dramatic sh- yeah. has shadow hands. In my Ugh. head, in my head, that hair curler went into an orifice that yes. was below the belt. Yes. Don't know which yeah. one, but don't know which one, but uh, it happened. Yeah. That's that's canon. Yeah, that's yeah. That's canon. <laughs> that's canon. Yeah, I was just like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no! And then you know you see the shadow descending yeah. of the, the, the hand, ah, and then the hands no come thing. up. Ah. Yeah, and uh, there was a, almost a you know a Terminator two lava <laughs> thumbs <hand>. up. <laughs> uh, okay, Mel. But that was a crazy death. Mel getting shot in the neck with that with the arrow. Oh right! And I was Ooh. like. Great shot. <laughs> I bet you didn't uh, wish you taught him archery earlier. Sorry. Great shot. <laughs> uh, the poor the poor little kids getting hacked to death by the hatchet uh, while the other dude was taking the other kids. The only thing they did was throw sand at her when she got thrown in the water. It's still rude. It's still rude. <laughs> Every, everyone's dying in this fight. And that's that's like where I feel like, you know, the older you get, the more a tale is, hey, kids, better behave. Right. You know, like, watch, watch this movie. You better not do that. Don't treat people like that. Don't throw sand at people when you they get never, out of water. It's, this is, and it's an, a tale as old as time, song as old as rhyme. Thanks for the candy. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Dade Cook uh, old skin yeah. sorry to bring him up but uh, you know like uh, he's talking about the guy who comes back and shoots up his work or whatever very serious topic oh. excuse me Here's but the yeah he's <laughs> but I've been nice to him the whole time so he comes into my door cook, boom oh hey Dave thanks for the candy yeah. you know it's, it's a hilarious moment but either way that's what the lesson is supposed to be in these right. earlier horror flips um the i guess the part of the movie that bothers me the most is this next scene the cop comes to help them look for this killer yeah they yeah. do a close-up of the cop and he is just so obviously wearing the fakest fake mustache I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Why did they give him a close-up? Mark, I think you can see the Elmer's glue liner. You can see, stuff. yeah. Mark, <laughs> your mustache looked better when we did the janitor's uh, short film. And it's gone. It's gone now. It's my terrible mustache. Well, no, I, remember I gave you that. that oh, the fake costume the one. Fake I, have costume a, one. I have a terrible mustache in real life, too. But, <laughs> yes, I wore uh, – that was hilarious. The yeah. fake mustache was hilarious. But my it looked way better. actual mustache is not. It's no joke. <laughs> we, we, used, we used spirit gum on your lips, and then we put this hair that was supposed no. to be realistic. Yeah. And you were like, "Why is this thing going to cause me to have a rash? No, we used double-sided tape. Did we really? Yes. No. No, yes. no, 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 because I went and bought that Dude. nice stuff from that lady. Yeah, that we the used glue to did not a... work. Okay. That I would get my body paint from for the high school football games, that costume shop. Yeah, the shop costume or... shop that used to be in Southlake, yeah. yeah. She, was, she was really mean, but we liked her no, stuff. No, well, she was really sweet to me. I don't know why she was mean to you. No, no, no. She was like, <laughs> if, if any, like one time I went in with my cell phone and she was like, you get out of my store if you're going to be on that cell oh, phone. Oh, that's why. That's why she's mean. Yeah. Uh, that generation. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I remember we uh, rented awesome, an awesome Superman costume and, and Batman an awesome and Batman. Yes, in one awesome yeah. pictures from that. Yeah, hallway. great pictures. I still look for those like every October. <laughs> yeah, um, and then so 
she meets the the boyfriend the guy that she's been making out with every so often and he screwed up by kissing the 20 year old girl because i guess angela wouldn't put out right um yeah and so they're like oh there you are i thought you weren't gonna make it and angela's like no i'm here and well, then, he has been somewhat sweet and been trying to pursue right, her he was, and whatnot and he gets frustrated which doesn't make it right but so he goes he well he respects her wishes and he's like all right well you don't want to whatever we're at camp i don't know if you've ever been to camp but sometimes things happen yeah and then uh you know so he goes for the next the next uh setup you know so everyone's looking now for the killer and they walk up onto the beach area the the sandy area in front of the lake and well there's angela standing there or sitting there on the floor but she's shirtless or naked or something. She's naked, yeah. And she's well, because holding... because uh, he wants to go skinny dipping. Because a little bit That's transpires right. between right. that uh, the them being caught kissing, and they kind of make up, and so yeah. they go back to this dock by the lake, and he wants to go skinny dipping. So he's should Angela is like take off your clothes. So he's like, all right, and uh, you know, it kind of has her not looking at him and dead eyed and whatnot. And it cues to the next scene, and she's sitting there naked on the floor, and the camp counselors are trying to get her attention, right? Like, hey, are you okay? And she pops up. You see you see dead little kid in her hands. A head. A a his head. head is severed in her lap. She pops up, yes. looks at the screen. You see this <sighs> crazy feral face that she's making. Uh-huh. Iconic. So iconic that it is a gif that you can find. I had no idea. Yeah, that was funny. I just typed in sleepaway camp. It's the first thing that popped up. <laughs> uh, and she's got a penis. Yep. She, he, she is a he. Uh, trans, a trans female. And you find male. out that the boy is the one that lived in the beginning of the movie, not the girl. And that the crazy aunt, who's insane, this aunt is insane. She talks to people that aren't there, and she's loopy and weird. Yeah. And she's like, well... And it looks like, I guess the boy had a head a head injury because his head's all bandaged up. And she's like, well, if you're going to be with us, why don't we just call you Angela? Angela was the name of his sister who died. And we're just going to raise you like a little girl. And they do. Yep. And it's creepy. Because it, another boy just won't do, is what she said. <laughs> and that, for me, was enough, was so yeah. weird enough for me to be like, brilliant. Yeah. Well, so like, you know, you, you think about it, it was brilliant. And, and that, so that was like the redeeming thing was the motive. Right. And so, and that brings you back to that scene. We're talking about the two kids sitting on a bed and you notice the uh, little boy is pointing his finger slash reaching out towards Angela yeah. on the bed. And, uh, in, uh, she's thinking about this as the, her crush is trying to open her shirt. And so this is what that said to me was that that boy revealed, you know, like, her physical form at that time and maybe she was embarrassed or traumatized yeah. but also maybe that was like her first time with a semi-sexual experience at a young age like kind of being like revealed and she'd also seen her father uh make love to another right male although i think that uh the being forced to be a different gender uh i think that drove him to be like psychotic angela to be psychotic she uh and uh also with all of this kind of suppressed like uh like homoerotic rage because i feel like yes like the angela would 
uh, I guess would be heterosexual, but attracted to males, but would be so uh, ashamed once they found out that uh, that she was pre-op. And so I think that led to like a psychotic rage of events for me. And uh, that and but the aunt was overacting like crazy. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh man! Look, and, you're not you're not going into this movie for the acting. You're going yeah, into it for time, just no. the ridiculous kills. And and the the weird twist at the end. It's insane. And and but uh, the thing that I think didn't age well is that literally, yeah, you have uh, basically a pre pre op trans female that hops up and like snarls at you in rabid fashion. And I'm just like, oh my god, they just demonized trans people. And I, that's where I'm like, oh, that that is not aging well. But again, you know, a picture of its time and right. uh, the ignorance uh, that was present at that time. And uh, that's what. But I'm just like, oh man, that's where I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can recommend this film. Uh, but again, it, it's kind of an interesting story. But I don't think that the movie's done super duper well. It's a, it's a uh, campy, it is an '83. It's a campy early '80s horror film. Yeah, it, you're getting exactly what you're getting if you go into it like that. You you know what you're getting. You expect it if you're going into something like this. It was done on a low budget, but it yeah. did get multiple sequels. It is cult status. Um, it's a six point three out of ten on IMDb. The the sequels? No, the sequel no. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, oh. the sequels are all uh, Angela coming back. Right, exactly. So I'm kind of interested to see what they do with it. The uh, newest one, the 2008 one, Return to Sleepaway Camp, is apparently uh, the original actress who played Angela. Yeah, yeah, uh, I believe so. I was looking that up as well, and I'm like, ooh, hey, cool. I'm I'm not going to recommend it or not. I'll say if it seems interesting to you, go watch it. We gave you the highlights and told you the ridiculousness of it. Um, if you're at the end of your yeah. horror rope, you know, you've seen every slasher flick and you're like, I need more, watch it. You, you'll, you won't be disappointed in that regard, but it is not going to go down as one of the big major classics of all time. No, but you know what? We're only starting out with our October films and the next ones are about to get much better. That's right. Saving the best for later. Saving the best for later. And I'm not even saying saving the best for last, just the best for later. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Let's do it. Okay, passengers, it's that birthday and news time. So let's start off with some birthdays. We got a big list this time. So we're going to try to get through them. October 4th, we have Dakota Johnson, who uh, I don't know why I added her to the list, but, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, uh, the remake to Suspiria. Remake of Suspiria. Uh, definitely yeah. not as good as the original. Uh, I hear they're complimentary. I need to watch uh, both of them back to back is what I hear you're supposed to do. Which I did, and I am now. It's just a completely different feel. I think they uh, exploited a classic. Ah, that's too bad. Yeah, but it's not It's not the worst thing in the world. There are worse sure. movies. Sure. Well, and Dakota Johnson's a pretty good actress. I, I like her. I'd like to see her do some more stuff. Um, that's Susan, cool. Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Susan Sarandon, yes. Up next, amazing actress. Dude, cult classic actress as well, right? Uh, right, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Exactly. Right, one of my favorite films. I will. That is one I will be watching personally uh, during this October month. Oh, of course, we have to. It's yeah. too bad we can't go to a road show like we did before. Oh, it's just yeah. I used to love going to the midnight shows. Uh, it's been so. I, oh, I promised my wife that I'd take her one day, and it's just like it feels like it's never the right time. I know. Yeah. Um, 
after Susan Sarandon, we have Lee Schreiber, who, uh, you know, for me, I like Lee Schreiber enough. Uh, he's always a pretty good actor, but uh, the reason I added him to the list was obviously um, yep. X-Men. X-Men? Oh, not, not, not Cotton Weary? Oh, from Cotton Scream? Weary from Scream, but, dude. I forget but, that he's yeah. Cotton. Oh, oh, my gosh. I totally but, forgot he's Cotton. That's I'm awesome. sorry. No worries. No worries. Yeah, it's a Halloween thing. I got you. I, I think of but him totally. as... Um, as Sabretooth. As Sabretooth. I actually thought he did a, a good... The I was going to say sucked. the same thing. The movie sucked, yeah. but Hugh Jackson and Lee Schreiber were so good in it. Yeah, I was so torn because, you know, with the original X-Men movie, obviously way more campy uh, and then obviously the later films, but the Sabretooth in that movie was more cartoonish, which I kind of liked. But yeah. it was it was not good, you yeah. know that say that saber too, yeah. and so I was so torn. I was like, ah, the aesthetic versus a real world type of feel that they gave uh, Sabretooth in X Men Origins. Yeah, right with, with Wolverine. So uh, it was a great Sabretooth performance, and That's then it. he went on to be in later movies. My only issue is the fact that uh, is the fact that it kind of this was the first movie to kind of go against the canon that we've already had from the X Men movies because it's not like Wolverine. Right knew who Sabretooth was in the first one in the first one okay it yeah. doesn't matter well right. he had amnesia remember yeah that's true uh, yeah. i don't don't really care it was yes. i like leave shriver so yeah um, alicia silverstone oh man so clueless, clueless. batman <laughs> and robin yep uh no yeah batman and robin blast from the, the past blast from the past the babysitter the original one Oh, yeah. Like, not the Netflix, but the one back in the day. Was it called The Babysitter? Yeah, it was called The Babysitter. Yeah, I thought so. Uh-huh. Anyway, I liked Alicia Silverstone. and she. I, that's another person that I hope kind of pops back up and does some stuff. Oh, totally. Let's get Blash from the past part, too. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Give Brendan Fraser another chance. Yeah, well, he's, he's in Doom movie. Patrol, and it's awesome. So, Brendan Fraser making a comeback in Doom Patrol on, on Yay. HBO Max. Sweet. Um, Rachel Leigh Cook. So, oh, yeah. Of course. She's all that. She's all that. Yeah. That's <laughs> she was one of those like you thought she was gonna go real far and, and uh, oh oh what's that other movie yeah. she's in? Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats. She is actually Josie. That's another cult classic. Uh yeah. Oh yeah, I still love that movie. Okay, October fifth, Jesse Eisenberg, your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he's grown on me a little bit, but as the Lex Luthor uh senior, no, but if he's Lex Junior, okay. He was Lex Jr. I, I like yeah. him enough. I, I like Jesse Eisenberg. He, uh, the social network is fantastic. Um, Again, uh, so my issue with him is I feel like uh, the, the whole Gilmore Girls thing, like nobody talks like that. And uh, oh. just so quickly and uh, I don't know. Zombieland 1 and 2. Oh, okay. I'll give you, exactly. So a couple movies that revive him for me, but he doesn't talk like that all the time. Well, yeah, well, he's kind of still that way. Like, and, and he just I, talks like, like an intellectual. Is him in the Facebook? Remember how he was extremely fast-paced and. Well, I think that's probably how uh, the dude was. I, but if you watch Mark Zuckerberg, Berg, tar- uh, bleh, watch Mark Zuckerberg talk now. That's hard to say. <laughs> he doesn't speak like that. He's like 45 it, now. <laughs> he's slower in his old age. Huh? Um, <laughs> Kate Winslet after Jesse Eisberg. Kate Winslet's fantastic actress. Uh, Titanic is like the biggest one that comes to my head. But of course, Romeo and Juliet. Yep. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Romeo and Juliet. It's a great film. Uh, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. She does some good ones. Okay. Um, 
October 6th, Elizabeth Shue, who Ooh. I mentioned just because the boys. The boys. She's so good in the boys. And she is. Also, Adventures Even the season two appearance. Yeah, even the appearances. <laughs> the gross season two appearance. <laughs> Um, and then also uh, Adventures in Babysitting was one of my favorite films back in the 80s. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, uh, you know, just looking at her page real quick, you know, I really did like The Saints back in the day with Val, Val Kilmer. Oh, you know, I, great film. I knock on Val Kilmer a lot for his Batman performance, but I did love his other acting great performances. Film. Okay, October 7th, Simon Cowell. I just mentioned him because he's Simon Cowell. He's huge. Yeah, love him. And I love how rude you are to some people in a real way. And I love how awesome you are to the people who are truly talented. You know, when somebody gets praise from you, you really know they earned it. He's awesome. Uh, Sean and Aaron Ashmore, the brothers. They're twins. (laughs) Sean is our actual Iceman slash dude in The Boys Now, right? Yeah, he was a gas, gas, gas lighter? Yeah, lamp lighter. Lamp lighter. Lamplighter and the yeah. boys. Actually, I'm yeah. really excited to see his uh, his arc. I'm really excited to see what he does. Yeah, so Bobby Drake gets to contrast himself as a fire elemental. He's really cool. He's really just awesome in the um, in that episode. And I'm just really yeah. ready for some more uh, boys. You know what I mean? Same here. A little bit more him and Rogue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. And then Aaron Ashmore looks uh, very similar because they're twins, obviously. Yes. But um, Aaron Ashmore has done not as well as Sean Ashmore did. Sean Ashmore kind of had a little bit of a movie career. Uh, Aaron did Veronica Mars. He was in Sci-Fi's Killjoys. He's in Lock and Key on Netflix. Uh, So he does a lot of TV, which that doesn't, you know, for me, it doesn't uh, make him any less awesome. Yeah. Oh, he was Jimmy Olsen in Smallville. Oh, no way. That's cool. Yeah, I totally forgot that he's in that. Yeah, he, he's, got, he's got a pretty good uh, resume. So um, anyway, let, moving on. October 8th, Matt Damon. That's right. Goodwill Hunting. Oh, my gosh. He is Will himself. And uh, Dogma as Loki. That's right. And, you know, he's in The Martian, Talented Mr. Ripley, The Departed. What has this guy done that the was Bourne not The Trilogy plus the extra one he did. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I like Matt Damon. Just keep him coming, man. We love yeah. you. Happy Paul birthday. Hogan. Paul, Mr. Yes. Paul Hogan. Crocodile That's Dundee. not a knife. This is a this knife. This is a knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He actually has a new movie I really want to see, which is based on him playing Crocodile Dundee. Ah. But he's playing Paul Hogan. It looks interesting. Uh, Chevy Chase up next. I like Chevy Chase. I hear in his old age, well, he kind of One of the greats. Yeah, but who doesn't? You know, like, you're not what you were when you are younger. That That's okay. You know, he's still a great. He's classic. Classic. Uh, classic humor. I mean, thank you so much for the Vegas vacation, Christmas vacation, all the vacations. Love him. Yeah, pretty much any National Lampoon movie he's been in, fantastic. Also, uh, I will give him mention because Community is one of my favorite shows I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Let's see who's next. R.L. Stein, because he was the horror books of our childhood. He literally gives me goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sigourney Weaver, who Alien... Oh. Aliens, uh-huh. all of the trilogy. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yes. Oh, man. Can't wait for Ghostbusters Afterlife, which she will be in. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. Cabin in the Woods. 
she's the at the end she's like a director person kind of like or right she's like yes. a big bad yes Sigourney Weaver does show up at the end of that oh my um, word Bella Thorne who I'm just gonna mention her because we just did Killer Queen yeah so well, hey um, happy birthday October <laughs> October 9th one of my favorites Chris O'Dowd who yes. uh, was in let's see the IT crowd IT crowd yeah he's uh, in this awesome one-season show, sadly, from HBO, Family Tree, that I really loved, uh, in a fantastic film, if you ever get a chance to watch this, it's uh, Frequently Asked Questions About Time Travel. Oh, yeah. So good. I really and like Chris Dev. Did he make an appearance in The Mighty Boosh? I'm sure I think did. he made I'm one. Sure he yeah, very limited appearance, but I, that's a great show. Very random. It's, it's all Greg. Yeah, <laughs> you saw old Greg's downstairs mix-up. You reminded me of that the other day, and I just like I started love. cracking up. Old Greg's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Guillermo del Toro up next, who is one of the greatest directors who is living and has lived and will have lived all time. Yeah, seriously. Again, another person. What has this guy done that we didn't like? Like just oh, Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, Blade 2. Hellboy. Pacific Rim. Both Hellboys. Yes. Um, Pacific Rim. Uh, the Hobbit. The ho- uh, no. He originally was supposed to do The Hobbit. Oh, that's right. And he's just a producer of it. Um, I think he dropped out because they wouldn't let him do something. Uh, ah. Peter Jackson took back over. Uh, but I love Gilbert. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the Crimson, um, Crimson Peak. Yeah, that was good. Actually, a very underappreciated film in my regard, in my regard, because I'm always like, yeah, that's a great movie, and I never stop to watch it's it. one of Fonny's, uh, only, one of the only horror movies I could ever get her to watch. She loves Crimson Peak. Oh, yeah, we should totally watch that this month. Great. Um, so, yeah, Guillermo del Toro, one of the greats. I remember, really quick story. Uh, AMC theaters we were trying to pick a movie to go see I said let's go see Pan's Labyrinth and you yep. said oh I don't want to and I had to trick you into seeing it yep. because it had subtitles yes and I exactly. said exactly I said no 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 it does but we can go watch the dubbed version and yeah. so I bought us the tickets <laughs> and we went in and you went uh I subtitles <laughs> and then 15 minutes in you were like is it worth it oh <laughs> so, yeah um let's see nick swordsden i like nick swordsden i can only think of dude totally two three movies i like him in but game the grandma's boy yeah and uh just go with it was actually pretty funny uh oh man i I think it's so funny he's always he's always doing incredibly funny things i guess we can't talk about it right (laughs) but they're funny high score what does that mean did i break it it? (laughs) (laughs) um Brandon Routh, who played Superman in Superman Returns and also Legends of Tomorrow, he was a big part your of. Your favorite Superman, right? That's your favorite? No, no. <laughs> just kidding. Just I mean, kidding. he's good. I mean, I have to, if I'm going to say favorite Superman, I'm going to have to go with, uh, with Reeves. Okay, for good. Reeves. Yeah, yeah. But I do, I do really like uh, Henry Cavill as well. Yeah, I really liked, uh, I, I felt like uh, Brandon didn't get enough credit. I, I felt like they cast him perfectly to oh, kind of take over the Christopher Reeves aesthetic. He's good. The movie sucked. I liked it, but it was nah. it was it was not the best. I just hit my mic. Sorry, guys. It's all good. Um, October tenth, Mario Lopez. Uh, it's AC. Oh Star. yeah, come on. Hey, 
Latinos represent Mario Lopez. You're awesome as AC Slater. I love you. And also you're a great uh, MC on all the shows that you help out with. I think he was on, uh, was it Extra or Extra? E? Extra. Uh, extra. I think they're, yeah. is it E Extra and the same thing? Uh, maybe, but, but you know what I mean. The actual yeah. show. Yeah, he he's was an on. E channel. An extra, extra. Yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, he's coming back to play, or he has come back to play AC Slater, which I think the new Saved by the Bell show starts this month. Awesome. Uh, I don't know if it's awesome. We'll see. Yeah, well, you know what happens. They we'll always squander. I hope they didn't. Well, happy birthday, celebrities. Happy birthday. Uh, okay, so news. Some, some pretty crazy news. So, Lion King is getting a sequel prequel. It's been greenlit from Disney. It will what? move the story forward, but also give us a Mufasa backstory. Ooh. I'm interested, I guess. Yeah. But what makes me more interested is it's a Academy Award-winning director, Barry Jenkins, who did a very serious movie, Moonlight, that won like three years ago. And he's going to be directing it. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, let's see how this goes. It's Lion King. It's a two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> Once this it. movie comes out, it's going to get a watch. Yeah. I'll watch it. Uh, we'll see if I watch it in the theaters or if I watch it at home on Disney Plus, but we'll I'll watch it. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix welcomes a baby boy into this world, and in the sweetest, most emotion-inducing thing, he right. names him River, River. after, after his, his brother. brother, River Phoenix, who died in 1993. Uh, yeah, way too soon of an overdose outside of a nightclub. He uh, actually, I just was reading about his story. River um, was given drugs by John Fushianti. Yes. Who was part of the, of the Red Hot Chili Peppers back then. Yep. And he took this, this cup and immediately knew something was wrong. Uh-huh. He, he drank whatever was in the cup and immediately knew something was wrong. It was like a cocktail of shit. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> and he threw up at the table he was supposed to actually play with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He was supposed to play guitar. And so he gets out of the club and he starts having seizures and it goes through the club. People are like, oh, River's outside having a seizure. And as soon as it goes up to the stage, Flea leaves. Flea leaves to go to River's side and goes in the hospital in the ambulance with him. And he doesn't obviously get to the hospital and they can't resuscitate him, sadly. And, and River died. It's so such a terrible story, but um, you know, for Joaquin to to um, to honor his brother in that way, is, it's just very sweet. No, totally, very sweet. Right, it melted my heart. Oh my gosh! All right, um, a sequel to The Craft is coming out this month. They dropped yay, a trailer yay. on us uh, out of nowhere, and it's called The Craft Legacy. I think it kind of looks fun. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought it was called uh, The Girl with the Craft Tattoo. Sorry. <laughs> oh, come on. No. It, yeah, I'm not excited about that. this. No, it, it just looks like more stuff. It, it doesn't look better than the first is all I'm oh, trying to say. it doesn't look better than the first. It's a, and it's that's a why to, I'm like, then why did you do it? It's a straight so, to VOD. It's a money grab. But at least they showed a picture of Faroujah Bach. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, man. I think it looks fun. I'm going to watch it with, with no uh, expectations whatsoever. Time to call the corners. <laughs> um, Stranger Things Season 4 started filming. 
Yes. That's exciting. Uh, oh, I'm totally yeah. ready for uh, some more Stranger Things. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm probably one of the only people in this world that thinks it's dumb that uh, they're not stopping on season four, though. Why? Uh, because I had already, like, they had already said, we're only doing four seasons. We have the story. It's going to be awesome. We're going to end there. Ah. They even set it up to end at the end of season three with the, with L and 11 and, um, and the kids, uh, the annoying whiny one, <laughs> I can't think of it, Will, with them uh, yeah. moving to another city. And so, okay, I'm okay with this as long as it really is the Duffer brothers giving us a good story. Like, they had all of quarantine to come up with something. So if it's yeah. awesome, it's awesome, and I'm gl- glad for it. And I'm going to watch it regardless because it's Stranger Things, and I love yeah. Stranger Things. But I was kind of like, oh, they're going to do four epic seasons and it's going to end so strong because you go past four or five you run that risk of game of thrones in it <laughs> that yeah i was just thinking the same thing and i'm like what they could uh they could big bang it <laughs> that went on forever but i also heard that big bang's last two seasons are mess so oh i disagree i love them i haven't seen them i just heard they're good. I've watched them all, and I've rewatched them all, and I love them. Yeah, but, yeah, okay. Well, um... Anyways, here's hoping. <laughs> and, another, and another very sweet piece of news. Uh, Todd McFarlane's newest cover of Spawn yes. has Chadwick Boseman doing the, um, the Wakanda, Wakanda Forever, Forever X. X across his chest while dressed up as Spawn. It was amazing. I saw the cover and I just, it stopped me in my power scrolling right in my tracks. I was just like, up, up, oh. I mean, I loved following Todd McFarlane, awesome Instagram, amazing art on his page. But to see that, a great homage to the late, great Black Panther, I'm just like, oh, Chadwick Boseman, you know, gone too early. It's so cool. And on top of that, uh, you know, just awesome representation, you know, oh, yeah. amazing. It's, yeah. it's really cool. Uh, I, I really like that cover. It's one of those things that maybe I'll go out and buy the issue just because of the cover and have it hung up somewhere. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, okay, some stupid news. Amazon just released a trailer today for Borat Port, Part 2. <laughs> Which has the longest title ever. I'm not going to repeat it. I was, oh, is it not repeatable? No, it's, it's repeatable. It's just way too many words. It's Borat and a huge long drab about giving a gift to uh the vice president so basically he can he wants, do well <laughs> basically he wants to marry his daughter off to the king of america <laughs> yeah. that's what the movie's about <laughs> kind of like how the first movie had a plot where it was he wanted to meet pamela anderson and get her autograph yes. the second movie is he's gonna try to marry off his daughter to uh, the king of America's daughter, or to son. It looks really dumb, but it also made me laugh out loud in the trailer. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I probably will be watching it, especially since it's Amazon Prime. It's basically free because I'm getting Amazon Prime anyway. Um, and then the last bit of news, which mind-baffling, boggling, weird piece of news, Jamie Fox is in the... Probably by now has made the the final... Yes, I'm doing it. To play Electro in the Spider-Man uh, threequel. So, yes. Um, but 
his Electra was kind of the worst part of Amazing Spider-Man 2. I disagree. It was Andrew Garfield that was the worst part about it. In fact, I liked Electro more. The only thing, especially like Jamie Foxx as, uh, I forgot his non-superhero name, his secret identity, Electro's. Anyways, before he becomes Electro, uh, he did an amazing job performing uh, as a normal geeky human being. I mean, yeah, Imagine I mean, the was, stylish, suave Jamie Foxx going into that character. Max I mean, Will if you Dillon. walk by him, Maxwell Dillon. Imagine, like, that actor transforming into Maxwell Dillon. I just would not have been able to fathom it until I saw it on the screen. And it was amazing. And then the he goes on to be Electro. And I think it was pretty cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, he's uh, not the best villain that we've seen so far in the Spider-Verse? Obviously not. I think I have to say Doc Ock and technically Venom, but uh, he's not technically in the verse quite I'm yet. Gonna, I'm going to go they haven't with confronted uh, each other Green yet. Goblin being my favorite. Oh. Willem Dafoe is Green Goblin. I Hands down. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, I love Green Goblin. Excuse me, but not... Not James Franco's, uh, what did they, what was his? Like James Yellow Franco, Goblin? Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, there we go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, but. Um, essentially a Phantom of the Opera. And <laughs> look, as long as they kind of change the character up, but like this has a lot of people thinking, holy crap, wait, is this going to set up Spider-Verse for real? Right. Like, I, I sure hope so. Is Electro popping in from the other verse and does that mean Tobey Maguire and or Andrew Garfield are going to pop up at the end? Or so I believe the there has been talks of that. Right. Isn't There's that right? been rumors here and there. But the other thing is people are like, nah, Doctor Strange going to pop in there. It's going to be part of the Multiverse of Madness film. Yes. Uh, it's going to play as part of, uh, of, of um, WandaVision because it's supposed to end and open up the, the multiverse. I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, it has to happen. Just like what happened with the comic book series of Spider-Man has to happen with the movie series. It's the most, it's the top selling comic of all time. Yeah. You know, so I'm sorry. It has to happen with the movies as long as they treat them right. And don't cast Andrew Garfield again. (laughs) Just get separated cameo. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Anyway. Yeah. I I think it's cool. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, then, um, if you're looking forward to anything else, look forward to this next sponsor. Hey, Mark, do you like shiny, sharp things? Do I ever? Well, our sponsors have a deal for our passengers. Yes, I've heard. Super Shiny Sharp suppliers are providing a 50% discount to any one of our listeners who buy a replica murder weapon from each of the movies we talk about this month. That is a steal of a deal. How can anyone say no to a nice new hatchet like the one in Sleepaway Camp? But, passengers, you'll have to wait to see which films we do next. Until then, go check out Super Shiny Sharp Suppliers. Fink! Yay! All right, guys, it's time for the razor's edge of the elevator pitch. We are here for the uncut portion of our podcast again, uh, which we will have Danny taking the opportunity to pretend like he's in an elevator for 30 seconds with a movie producer, and he has 30 seconds or less to provide that producer with a movie idea. And uh, we're going to try and make it as viable as possible today. These words can get really tricky. And let's see what our random word generator is coming up with today. Danny, are you ready for your words? I'm ready. They are minute, headline, 
and trailer. Minute, minute, headline, and trailer. Oh my gosh. Minute, headline, headline? Yeah. Headline. Like a okay. news article. Okay. And trailer. <sighs> Trailer's a fun word, and technically, minute can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Man wakes up, goes, gets his newspaper. He opens it up and the headline of the newspaper reads, strange things are happening in our city, whatever the city's name may be. Well, he walks out his front door a little more to look around to see if there's something happening. Uh He looks up at the sky and all of a sudden this beam of light shoots right into his chest. Ow. Right. Comes out of nowhere. He gets knocked down hard. Right? And all of a sudden, everything around him is crawled to a slow. He's living out one whole minute, but that minute takes a whole day to get through. Whoa. Yeah, he's trying to figure this out. Uh, and you know, in the trailer, we won't show a lot of things because <laughs> I hate it when trailers show that. So we'll just see him hit by the beam of light and then everything's slowing down and then it'll say the title of the movie. So this movie will never be broadcast by Netflix because their trailers show the entire movie. Yeah. Like that movie. I watched the trailer for the other day with Emma Roberts. <laughs> what nerve. What'd you watch? No, no. She's got a new movie coming out. Uh, Holidays or something like that. Oh, I don't think I saw that. And it but looks, they had the trailer. I was like, oh, this looks really cute. I want to watch this. Like, this could be fun and, and funny and stuff. And then I watched the two-minute and 20-minute trailer, two-minute and 20-second trailer, and oh I my gosh. watched the whole film. Like, yeah. I literally wrote on Netflix's uh, Facebook page uh, under the trailer. I said, okay, I was really interested in this until I saw the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A lot of people are liking it because it's like, yeah. Yep. It's like the tra- it was like the trailer for Last Christmas. I called the movie in in the first trailer, and then and then my buddy was like, "Hey, did you see Last Christmas yet?" And I said, "No." And he goes, "Well, did you know it's this?" And I'm like, "Yes, because I called it in the trailer." You know what? That's what our next uh, contest should be. We'll call it Elevator Reels, and so like people can come up with crazy trailers. They just make them and send them in, and we'll judge them. Ooh, that'd be really fun, right? I just got to get people to enter in this contest. Right. We got a couple contestants right now. We do. Yeah. And they both are very close. Extremely close. The first one was like right on the money. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, what? And and give us, give other people a chance. (laughs) One film they didn't get. Because one of the clues, guys, one of the clues, passengers, it says, let's keep this PG-13 does not mean that the movie is PG-13. Correct. It's a quote. Giving you a hint there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we will not require those trailers to be 30 seconds or anything. But if you send in a movie trailer that you've made pre tense uh, to this show or uh, after, please let us know. Send them to uh, the aforementioned uh, information that we posted earlier. Anyways, what a great movie idea. <laughs> because of the conversation it stimulated. Some movies are just great because of the conversations they bring up, right? Right. And... All right, fellow passengers, that concludes our episode for today and this week. We hope to see you back next week. And as always, I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. 
And in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.